First of all, it is an honor for me to be here with you. Uh, I could spend the whole time talking about the work of Laura Dern, but um, what I love about the Upfront Summit is speakers get the chance to talk about things that there's information, data, learnings that they can put into the hands of others so that they can use it in their journey. And today's topic is more than just where profit meets platform, uh, where profit meets purpose. It's more about how do you leverage your platform uh, to affect change in the world. And there's very few humans on the planet that I know that affect change more than you do. So I wanted to start kind of with intent. At the end of the day, um, most people don't know this, but, and I'm fascinated by like firefighters, people who run into the fire when everybody's running out. And I don't want to go into all the examples that you do this figuratively, but in 1997, people may remember it, they may not, but you went on the Ellen show and were, you and Ellen were the first to have a kiss between two women on television in the history of television. And I read somewhere that you couldn't work and you needed security with you all the time because you had death threats all the time. Is that, is that real? It's so real. The great news is, you know, in most ways, that's not the way television or the world looks now. But we also see what upheaval this country is going through in terms of, you know, fear and hate. So it's a continued journey. Um, but I was so happy to honor the bravery of Ellen at that moment. Uh, myself, Oprah Winfrey, who played the therapist and I played the girlfriend, wanted to gather around her and the three of us went on this year and a half shared journey of a lot of uh, security concerns um, but you know I was raised by two actors and they told me that storytelling so that people can see themselves in the story and that we are reflecting what culture really looks like was the job I was taking on, and it's a privilege and a gift anytime I get to do that. But just to circle back, because you were very kind to start our conversation the way you did, I just want to share that in my longing to make a difference, which we'll talk about, in my longing to understand all the work that all of you do every day and how I can be an advocate and support and use my voice, um, I didn't know how to meet you all. And then I met Adam. So I would love Adam just take a minute to share our new journey, but something he does every day because it's been a really helpful way and a beautiful way for me to start to connect to some of the most exciting innovators and investors in the world. You're too kind. Go. Okay. So real quick, because I want to focus on you. Our firm plus capital gets to work with you and 65 of the other top artists and athletes in the world and cultural leaders to invest in venture capital, to work in partnership with startups so that we can marry that profit and purpose, right? So take the passions that you have, find the best operators in the world. And I started with the mission was how do you take people who could affect change in the world more in a day than most people can in a lifetime, marry them up with the best operators and entrepreneurs in the world to move the world forward faster. And I pinch myself every day that I get to do it because some of the things that we've gotten to do in the last 10 years has been more than I got to do as a founder. And now back to you, because we're talking about this. Um, for me, it was a long journey. I mean, it took me 25 years to have my overnight success moment, right? And a lot of people go on that journey. 
you grew up in Hollywood, right? Your father, Bruce Stern, your mother, Diane Ladd. I mean, like, you have, I don't want to call you royalty, but, like, every celebrity I know in Hollywood calls you their bestie. And and it's for a reason, because you do the work. But I'm always fascinated by the, you know, people who go into the fire. So, you know, you figuratively have gone into this fire. Is it instinctual? Is it calculated? Like, how did you form this this view? Did it come at birth through parents or did, did you find yourself on a different journey? If you're lucky in this life, you're raised by people who have empathy. And so, um, you know, I was raised by artists and a very empathetic grandmother who always, um, even when I couldn't see it myself, forced me to see what was happening around me. I know you've been hearing some extraordinary conversations in the last couple of days about the way the world is working right now and how we can not step out of the fire, but in fact, while we're all immersed in it, make a difference. Um, And so I think you know, trying with compassion to and instinct to find your way to the stories that must be told, to the people that deserve help, um, to the underrepresented. Like that it was definitely a starting point that I was raised with, and it's what, as an actor, I long to understand. Um, I think what's interesting to have that conversation in this room is... I was never raised, I was always raised talking about art, but no one talked to me about money. Money was never mentioned. In fact, the credo is sort of like, if you're in the arts, you don't make money, right? You're, it's its own sacrifice. And I think as a girl, no one was talking to me about money. Um, I remember getting my first business manager to help me try to understand money. It was like, oh, don't, don't you worry, I'll... <laughs> How old were you? Care of the money, 16. Wow. Because um, I started working when I was 11. And so no one was there teaching me. And what's incredible is that the conversations that I heard 20 years ago about saving money, investing, college trust funds, new conversations that no one had been having with me, um, you know, this, the, the new concept of really understanding the snowball method, really understanding S&P 500s, that, the credo in that world was all about what you do to kind of throw your money out there and hope it grows, and you shouldn't really ask where it's going, and it doesn't matter anyway, because the good news is when you make that money, then you can do good things with it. What's exciting and what's you've been affording me in the conversations I've been having with extraordinary founders, these amazing startups, and you guys are all having now, is, oh wait, we can make a difference through investing, while investing, with connection. And that is the future of finance. And that's a game changer, because we're gonna save the world together. Um, And it's really exciting. And we have to explain to some people that actually that's where you make more money. Yeah. Um, but I'm learning, I'm learning every day. You're That's... doing great. Um, we're talking about platform today, so I want to shift a little bit to you. And you're a mother, you're an activist, you're an, a, uh, an actor, a producer. I mean, you're many things. 
Do you, do you look at what you have as a platform? I and mean, we, we use that word a lot in product and platform and startup, but do you think in those terms for platform? Well, I'm raising teenagers, so yes. <laughs> I've gotten used to many terms that I didn't know a few years ago. Um, you know, brand, right, is, is uh, such a huge word that we hear every day now. And so I never thought of it until recently um, because as an actor, you want to be all people. You don't want to be pigeonholed or designated one variety, um, which, as we know, would be a really limiting career choice and not, not being in the joy of the art um, or learning about yourself. So as I've grown toward trying to be open to all kinds of story and all kinds of character, what happens is then, if you're lucky, your platform or your brand becomes being in your authentic truth, um, putting your foot forward in the places and the spaces you care most deeply about. So in talking to my kids um, around social media profiles and brands and platforms, you know, the truth is the greatest brand in the world. Being your authentic self is the coolest thing in the world without eight zillion filters, you know? Like, what is that for you? So that's the question, I guess, when I hear those words that I need to keep asking myself every day. And if we can turn that into a brand, like affecting change, being truthful, leading with kindness, that's super awesome. Let's do that. You were just talking about your, your kids and social media and like, between social media, PR, you have a community that uh, is aware of you, that trusts you. Um, do you think across, not just the platforms like digital platforms and, and traditional platforms, but do you think around, uh, across nonprofit, for-profit, you know, do you tie in your world of what you're passionate about, storytelling, taking roles, like how does it work for you kind of coordinating across, because you have a lot of things going on. I think that, I mean, certainly anyone who has a, you know, public voice or persona, there's an opportunity there. But for that startup or this investment fund to consider how someone can have a relationship with them, what's beautiful, which is what's been so beautiful in our relationship, is that you're finding the authenticity of that relationship. And if a celebrity on an Instagram video is like, oh my God, this is my favorite ice cream, you know, and three weeks before they're like, I'm lactose intolerant. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily serve the brand. Um, and what's been exciting for me is I'm still doing the work caring about the same issues I've been caring about for 20 years. Um, it just wasn't through Instagram and through TikTok and all these other spaces I could reach people. It was in interviews, live interviews on television, magazine interviews, that if you read over these years what I was putting my energy into, it was always environmental work. It was always looking for advancements. It was always in the area of mental health and healthcare in general and trying to not only you know, in the area of gender equity, 
support women in all areas of industry, but tying back to opportunity in the roles you play, um, there are moments in your career where you are in a role where all the journalists or on Instagram, they want to have a conversation around that character. So if I'm doing, if I'm playing this character Renata in Big Little Lies, I had an incredible opportunity to talk about, you know, a woman having the one seat at the table in a position of power and how she navigates it. She didn't do so well. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not saying take advice from Renata. Although, she did say, I will not not be rich, which is a good slogan for, for women. Um, and I agree with her. Uh, but, I, you know, there are negatives and positives about what to do with it and, and, and how to use it. And as a producer, I have been able to do that as an environmentalist now, I'm able to do it in terms of where I'm investing my time, my money, and my advocacy as well. Let's talk about that for a second, because this is a room full of startups and investors. Where are you spending your time? What are the categories? Like, go a little bit deeper in some... Like, I know that you're, like, b b backstage, we're just talking to Irving uh, at Bowery Farming, and... Such I'm, an exciting conversation. I'm watching the conversation, and you guys can go as deep into regenerative soil as anybody I, I know is is are you are you just how are you getting all your like who are you talking to what are you learning and where are you focusing your time in terms of the categories like where are you going to put your money and your time yeah i mean there is so much to learn so yes you have to kind of choose a lane of where you want to focus your energy and um we know this uh is a terrifying moment in terms of our climate crisis and there are some extraordinary innovators that so light me up like our conversation with Irving and um, you know whether you're looking at the world in the world of investing in the world of fashion and you're seeing all the opportunities with mycelium mushroom um, as a leather alternative or you know you're looking at desalination and you know obviously as we're so concerned about where our water is going to come from the innovators and the startups around that question the question of food the question of water our soil which as a new soil science nerd who knew but now i'm obsessed um it will save us in fact and what do we do with that and who are the great innovators and when we look at luxury how do we change a conversation about what's luxurious right startups who are thinking about family vacations in the area of regenerative farm space as a space to like bring your family not the hotel pool in maui necessarily right what, what how can we reframe it all um and so that's a huge lane for me as you know um alternatives to food plant-based products all these things that are so exciting to me um i'm an ambassador of a beauty brand true botanicals i care so deeply about them that relationship started because i thanked them for the work they were doing the farmers they support so i care about relationships because they're based on genuine connection same as i mentioned in the area of mental health some incredible innovative thinkers in the area of children's and teen mental health right now, especially since we've spent the last two years on Zoom, are rethinking how to reach teens in crisis in really exciting ways. Um, and back to female empowerment, just looking at 
how to have conversations with powerful women who had the first seat at the table and where they want to invest their time and energy to support each other uh, with other, I was talking to you about uh, Ambassador Samantha Power and she's an amazing woman and friend and you know she was in Obama's cabinet as the female voice in that room and even though she was given that position of power, she talks beautifully in her recent book about education of an idealist about now what do I do with it? Or how, how do you make sure they listen? Um, when it's a group of men who maybe weren't you know, comfortable with listening in the fur, in, because it, they weren't used to the woman in the room. So it's been a really exciting time to learn from people in these few lanes that I care about most, and particularly environmentally, to learn from these incredible startups. I see you with founders when you're on Zooms with them. And by the way, I gotta say, for you, um, I'm blessed that I get to work with some of the most influential people in the world. And uh, my team, our team will tell you every time, like when we bring your name up um, to a founder who's doing something in the space you care about, your name always floats to the top because of how much effort you put in to that category, whether it's regenerative soil or kids' mental health. And I think though they're looking at you going, yes, I want I want Laura Dern to be on my cap table. I want to do something with Laura Dern. I, I want that implicit trust that comes from you. You have to have a filter for, and it's not just the filter that we do from financial and diligence and, you know, but, you know, here in the world of startup, we think about mission and team and minimum viable product. I, just curious, you know, when you find a founder, you have some great founders that you've backed over the years and you didn't have this infrastructure. You have great financial infrastructure and, and Jenny Sowers and the core team, you have a lot of great people around you. But, um, but, the, but when you're on a Zoom now in person again with people, like, what do you look for? What are you looking for in these people? Well, it's so interesting and it's for all of us, right? As the bottom line is trusting instinct and, and looking for someone again who's deeply authentic and cares passionately. But we all have to trust our instinct as well because, you know, Again, as an actor, particularly at young ages, I'm meeting a first-time director who's saying, this movie's going to be amazing. I mean, I haven't written a script yet, but it's going to be incredible, and I've never made anything. So, you know, hopefully you get incredibly lucky by just knowing in your gut this person knows what they're talking about, and you can feel it. We know that, and you also feel it from the integrity of the product, the integrity of what they're seeking out. But I think also, I long for partnerships. I'm interested in the long game. I'm excited by that. So could you be an ambassador and post twice? A lot of people do that, but I like being presented with, you know, a, a company dealing with a really exciting product in the area of regenerative farming and soil and calling Governor Newsom and calling the head of the EPA and having those conversations, which is why you should be in business with the public figures who say they love being part of this. They should be your number one advocate. And I didn't know how to do that. I started working with American Lung Association um, and I cared deeply about their work. And I'd be separate from being an ambassador um, based on a film I was doing that in, involved a character who had lung cancer and they wanted to 
you know, help support the conversation and give me talking points. That was lovely. Five years later, I'm on the advisory board. We've been walking through this pandemic together, the vape crisis, how to support teens in understanding lung health. And it just keeps going because I'm learning from them. And now they're partners with me, with other startups in terms of environmental health. So we're all lifting each other up. And that's when it gets really exciting. We only have a few minutes left, but I want to make sure, because we're talking about lifting each other up. Um, everybody in this audience is influential in some way. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty awesome group. So like, when you think about like, uh, for them to make a difference, like, how, is there anything that you've learned or you, like, as you do your own diligence and do your own work in building out you as a platform, now we use that versus brand, I don't know, whatever the term is, but, you know, are there any, like, takeaways that people should think about, like, don't make these mistakes or you make sure, I, you know, certain things, you check a box when you're trying to, like, build yourself and make that change for themselves? Well, I would love help with you incredible, influential advisors and guides in this whole world to figure out how we make sure everyone in your world understands that this is the way to financial success. And I feel um, amazed at how that's just shifting, that it hasn't shifted from five years ago, that there still feels like an outmoded concept about, well, if you're in investing, you got to kind of throw your morals away over here so you can make money. And that's just what's been exciting is I've learned that's not the case at all. And the areas, not only I've made money, but I've seen other people make so much money is in the world of innovation and in the world of all that you guys are exploring and supporting. So I want to thank you for your advocacy and your bravery to put money where there is not only change, but the saving grace. I mean, we're, we're at the tipping point here. And who knew that spending our time thinking about things like, I don't know, food, water, <laughs> might be really important. But we have both. And we can reinvent the wheel and have incredible financial success and be making a difference like in the area of education and all these other areas that I think forever it was, you know, there are three places you put your money and you lock it away. They may feel like the evildoers, but that's the only way to make money. And I'm just thrilled, and thanks to you, and thanks to Jenny Sowers, and again, conversations that you guys let me be part of in and around money that really inspires me to learn from such extraordinary founders and investors. And can you tell I'm super excited about this. I just love what you're all doing and I'm really grateful for you and your advocacy. And we are grateful for you and there's a lot more for you to come. So thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you all time. so much. And thank you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs>